Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Okay, so, you have finally made your way through the shattered realm of the god Stonewalker to reunite after many decades with Rill's mother, Mila, and her squad of survivors of the war, which was a hundred years ago from your perspective, but apparently a couple of decades from theirs. That's weird. Anyway, I'm sure it's fine. You have packed up all your stuff, well, their stuff, and made your way to a promising prospect for a portal through which to escape the realm, because unfortunately, the magician Zouchette who you've been travelling with, she has a spell to allow you to shift between planes, and you had been planning to use that to escape, but it has a magical limit on how many people can be transferred in a single effort, and there are one too many people. So rather than try and make two trips, which apparently would be unreliable, Zuzette has suggested trying to find a portal, and this is the most promising prospect that you have. It is a large chamber on several levels. The top level is covered in about a foot and a half of constantly shifting white fog, which you have been told will coalesce into creatures which will be hostile as soon as the room is entered. The centre of the room is uh, somewhere between a cross and a star-shaped pit, about 20 feet deep with smooth sides, with four statues in a further depression in the centre of it, and something at the very centre which looks something like a distortion, something like a crack in reality, definitely very promising as something that might be a portal, if only you can get past the fog monsters and those statues, because none of you trust that those statues are not going to do something horrible to you when you get down there. The plan of battle you've agreed on is that you will basically stick to the squads you're used to fighting with. Mila and her company of drow will handle the fog creatures. You, and unless you say otherwise, uh, your companion Zouchette will go down into the pit, deal with the statues, and try to open the portal. You are currently huddled just outside the doorway on the south side of the room, ready to enact this plan. Uh, you have cast your last-minute spells at the end of last episode, so there are various things up and running already, uh, and I think it would make sense to just go ahead and roll initiative now, and then have you start start doing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I should Actually, roll some more. initiatives. I mean, uh, I don't need to roll initiatives because nothing bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I believe that. You're so trusting. <laughs> I'm not going to use that dice. I don't trust that dice. Okay, what have we got? Oh, did you shit? She needs a. She exists. Yes. <laughs> okay, I am going to arbitrarily decide that the fog, however many creatures the fog is, gets one initiative, and so do the other party. Uh, <laughs> because I am not keeping track of. Oh, great, they rolled the same number. There we are. Um, because I am not keeping track individually of their fight. Um, we're going with vibes, really. Yeah, that would be that would be horrendous. Yeah, there's two swarmed creatures that will be having a battle up top. That's the plan. Um, it'd be terrible listening, besides anything else. Okay. We should uh, say for the just... listeners... Um... <laughs> Ember got a three on initiative. Oh, honey. Rill is right next to her <laughs> with a four. And I got 11, which is uncharacteristically low for me. Mm. Those are some quite low rolls. Blaming it on the fog. We can't see where our feet are. It's, it's making us a little bit nervous, you know, a bit yep. slow. Yeah, valid. There's a lot of fog near a very deep hole. And I have to tell you, the fog rolled a higher initiative than any of you. Mm. <laughs> we are frosted by nature. Love to hear it. <laughs> you are slower on the uptake than fog. I'm sorry to tell you this. That sounds like somebody's <laughs> vicious mockery. <laughs> okay. Of the uh, people outside the door, uh, the highest initiative is Zouchette who with characteristic caution I think is going to turn invisible because she does like to do that. Yeah. And uh, anyone who's dealing uh, weapon damage uh, anyone who's doing a weapon attack will get an extra d4 radiant damage because of Crusader's Mantle um, mm -hmm. if they're within a 30 foot radius of Ember. Um, so Zuchette uh, flickers into invisibility and you hear her voice um, just before she starts moving say I can get myself into the pit don't worry about me and then um, she is engaging in, in some sneaking um, which she has advantage at because she's currently invisible nonetheless um, the fog does start to react it has been constantly swirling and shifting but that intensifies and the suggestion of snake head of slinking cat these partial shapes begin to get clearer and to coalesce more um as it appears to be reacting to her presence in the room um it's not parting before her so you're not entirely sure where she is uh, but it does seem like the fog knows she's there uh, trick. Hello. Hello. I've put you by the door. Well, the goal is we get in close to the pit, so I'm going to press in close to the pit. Um, how far is the fall? It is uh, 20 feet down. Um, Not absolutely feet. sheer sides. It's, um, well, I mean, it, it, it's vertical masonry, but it's not totally polished slick. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I was trying to imagine. Trying to imagine. Can you hang and can you hang and drop that? Can't feel like, like no. That's still like that's still quite a big drop. Um, mm. Yeah. So 
That's fine. I have. I do have the blockchain. You do have the blockchain. I oh. figure I've probably got... I figure I'm, I'm accustomed to using it as a harness, and I've had time to prepare, right? You've definitely had time to, to sort of wrap the one end around yourself yeah. for a harness. Um, I'd also say, you know, within the normal rules, you can do double movement as, as an action, and I feel like Absale, with the help of a blockchain, is a reasonable substitute for a dash, is my feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll sort of lower myself down, and then... Um... So the, the chain has now got one end up top, stuck in the air, because you can do that with a, with a immovable mm. rod, and Trick is at the bottom with the other end. Yeah. And then I guess I'll I'll, I'll stay, I'll, I'll try and peer down. So the because... second dip in the middle is only a step down, it's only about a foot. Oh, okay, that's fine then. So down here, without fog or the edge of the pit in the way, you can see, uh, you can get a better look at these four statues. They're all made of um, like a very translucent white marble, but heavily, heavily veined as the, a lot of the masonry in this realm is, with different colours. The nearest one to you is a large bird of some kind. I'm not about to pull out chess pieces. I'm about to pull out adorable little drawings. <laughs> this is the statue that's nearest you. <laughs> Trick has never seen an ostrich, but this is a very leggy bird that and as you're looking at it, you're realizing that it has really quite a heavy beak and neck as well. It doesn't look like it can fly, but it looks like it can mess you up. Mm -hmm. On the left, there is, uh, veined in red, a scorpion with a wickedly curving sting over its head. Mm -hmm. On the right, and again, I don't know if Trick has ever actually seen these beasts. But I feel like the instinctive, oh, that's bad news when faced with a crocodile is fairly universal. Mm -hmm. It's a blue veined on the right, and on the far side, right across from you, there is... And this takes you a moment, because actually you have seen one of these before, but they should not be anywhere near that big, uh, because that's a mole. But it's a mole mm -hmm. whose claws are like the size of your head. Mm-hmm. And there's a green-veined mole right across from you there. And that's about as much as you have time for, is to look around you and observe these four statues. Uh, Maynard, you are next in line. All right. I'm going to make a straight shot for the, the chain uh, where Trick is. Mm-hmm. That seems reasonable. I think you can make it all the way down if you want to. Okie dokies. Um, there's no fog on this level, is there? Uh, not down in the pit. The fog is all up in this upper level, and it, okay. it has reacted to uh, the, the presence of invaders. Um, but at the moment, you all seem to be moving fast enough that all it's doing, all it, it, all it's had time to do is notice you and to start coalescing bodies. It's not currently formed enough to be able to attack you. Okay. Okay. You two down in the pit. Um, you observe the. Statue of the Scorpion, while still very much remaining a statue, become animate and start clicking across the stone towards you. Mm. 
and you suddenly feel like this pit is not very big and that you are stuck in it as this scorpion moves right in front of the pair of you and immediately uh, goes on the offensive. It is going to try and grab each of you in one of its very large claws. don't think it's going to succeed against Trick. Uh, I will. That's definitely not going to. Um, that was 14 against Trick. So that's a no. Trick is used to articulated monsters, frankly. Ah, arthropods. Arthropods, thinks Trick, and puts their shield in the way. Uh, <laughs> Maynard, unfortunately, um, I don't think has an AC of 23. No, 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 but he does not. So Maynard has been um, grabbed in a claw, which first will do some damage. So that's six, some kind of physical damage. Mm. Probably. What kind of damage does a claw do? Probably piercing. Oh. I also need you to uh, roll to resist its grapple, please. Okay. This is not going to be good for anybody. Thirteen. Oh, it was nearly, but no, you're, you are grappled. And it's therefore going to try to sting you. Well, it's going to try oh. to sting someone. And since it's got you grappled, it's going to try and sting you. I'm sorry. That's okay. It rolled a one. I haven't, been, I haven't not been in trouble for a while. Yeah. No, it's all right. The, the scorpion rolled a one and has thoroughly stung the wall. Oof. <laughs> but you are held in its giant stone claw. Shit. Unfortunately. Shit, shit, shit. A, a party of drow at this time are going to rush in and sort of distribute themselves around, around the, the, uh, the door area to start making a path for, for anyone coming in behind them. And then the mole statue will make its move, and it burrows. It turns its heavy head toward Trick and Maynard, and kind of dives into the ground from a standing position, uh, and then comes up right underneath Trick to make a slam attack. Uh, 22. A 22? Um... I'm I'm there. I'm on it. I know exactly what's I I know exactly that it's planning to come up right underneath me. And uh it slams and um slams into steel. As I crouch, put my shield down. Nice. It's me using you my feel it, uh, withdraw and attempt a second try, but it must have bruised its stony nose uh, because uh, the second time it was only an 18. Mm-hmm. So it ends up uh, coming out of the earth beside you instead of making contact. Mm-hmm. Rill, your turn. All right. Um, Rill is going to follow you know, Trick and Maynard um, over to the edge of the pit. He's going <laughs> to look mm-hmm. down and see the angry statues. Uh, at this point, he's not sure that going down there is any safer than staying up here. But uh, they're going to need to do something about this. So he is going to... Um, I don't suppose he could move the chain anywhere, could he? It depends whether the far end is actually tied to Trick or merely being held. Um, the end of the bottom, I think, in all fairness, is tied to me. Because I've only that really ha- I haven't had time to un- untie it for myself. Yeah, right, so you can yeah. you can move the top end, but the bottom end is tethered to Trick. 
Real so you can't move it very far. Yeah, he was going to try and bring it um, westward to try and like come down somewhere where there aren't like the, all of the statues converging on top of his friends. But if he can't, that's okay. He'll drop down next to um. Mm, um yeah. Yeah. Stay back, you stupid cleric. <laughs> Frick has said this. I think the answer is you possibly could come down on top of the mole. Um, or no. you could come down, squeeze between your friends and the wall and the scorpion and just be extremely crowded in that space. You know what? Real's fine up here. Um, okay. Real he is standing going on the to, Yeah, he's going to scooch westward so he can give... Um, give Ember some like room mm -hmm. to come over. Mm -hmm. um, and westward he's just gonna, or eastward? Uh, westward by the map, so down. Yeah, sorry. Um, the, the, the the directions on the map are labeled as I'm looking at them, which is not the direction the webcam is looking at them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but you moved, no, you moved them just, in the right direction. It's fine. I I just was gonna run up to them right in front of the mole, but. Well, you have to get down there first. That's what I was clearing the way for, so you could just get on the. You know what? It yeah, doesn't matter. I All of his spells are long range. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of them. Um, he's going to cast Guiding Bolt down on top of this mole, mm -hmm. and he is going to cast it at. Oh, let's see. He's going to cast that at fourth level. Is that a dodge or an attack? It's been so long. He has to attack. So let me roll that real quick. Uh, does a dirty 20 hit the mole? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, that is gonna be quite a lot of damage. That's gonna be 7d6. So that is 25 points of radiant damage. Um, and the next attack roll made against the mole has, uh, somebody has advantage on it because it is now glittering with nice. radiant energy. 25 points, you said? Yes. Nice. Okay. Uh, Real is also going to cast Spiritual Weapon as a bonus action, mm -hmm. uh, and he is going to try and um, add some new cracks to the mole by <laughs> attempting to smack it with so You his... have advantage on this because you are the person making the next attack? Yes. As usual, the little mm -hmm. green heart represents Real's spiritual mace. Okay, the better one of those was a 16. That hits. Oh, it does. Okay, good. Um, although that... it is uh, apparently made of stone, it is a very large target. Yes. Uh, that is 12 points of uh, force damage, then. Mm-hmm. And that's his turn. Okay. Ember. All right. Uh, Ember is going to run up uh, and, and try to get down with my friend's statues, if I can. So you have two options. Um, you can physically climb and squeeze past people and end up uh, probably like, probably there because there's a grapple happening on the mm. other side. Or you can remember that your armor can fly and have slightly more freedom of movement. Mm. Yes. Uh, you'd still, I think, need to dash so you wouldn't be able to attack this turn, but you could definitely get down there. Okay. Um... Well, they could jump off the edge of the thing, right? Well, that's what I'm saying, is if they use their armor to fly, they could probably end up anywhere of, like, those four places. Those four places. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll go over by the scorpion and Maynard. Um, yeah. So you can fly over the scorpion's claw and yeah. land neatly in the pit on the other side. You have Maynard and a scorpion and, and an ostrich statue. Yeah. 
um, and I'm going to activate Kindler um, and Solid. be ready to attack on my next turn. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of ostrich statues, um, it has come to life whilst very much remaining a statue. And with its uh, rather threatening jaws, uh, it's going to go for you because you've just appeared within striking range. Delicious. Adventurer. Everyone's favorite meal. Uh, it's a 19 to bite you. To bite me? To bite you. Uh, that it, that uh, glances off my shield. Oh, nice. It screeches in a horrible, high-pitched rasping noise, like rock scraping, <laughs> and, and flaps its stony wings, and barks of lightning flicker along the edge of its carved feathers and coalesce and shoot towards you as a, a, a kind, not, not, not in an attack, not as fearsome as a full-on lightning bolt, but very clearly the same kind of thing. And then you need to make a con save, please. Okay. <clears throat> mm, that's a seven. Mm -hmm. Full damage on that, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. So that is uh, 12 lightning damage. Right. And then the last of the statues, the crocodile one, uh, gets in on the act and runs over to you surprisingly fast for the low-slung lizard body that it has and also tries to bite you because it also has big nasty jaws. Uh, how is a 17? Uh, that does not hit. Excellent. You hear the heavy snap of the, the jaws coming together and having missed you, it backs up just a foot or so, just sort of rears back and opens its jaws again and Frost billows out in a cone that will encompass all three of you who are currently in the pit. So you all need to make a some kind of save. The save. Uh, it's probably a con save again. Oh, that's not ideal. That is an eight from me. It's an eight from me too. <laughs> that is an eleven from me. Oh, hang on, hang on. I've had a long rest. I've had a long rest. You have had a long rest. I get to re-roll a single save once per long rest. Can you imagine being a fighter? <laughs> <laughs> it's a 12! Oh no. Oh, honey, you have all failed. Really uh -huh. <laughs> doubly glad failed. he is not in that bit. <laughs> and we'll be taking full damage. Uh, but the good... Oh no, that's not a 1, that's a 7. So the bad news is that is 9 cold damage for everyone, please. Oh. Oh, okay. I wish I hadn't bothered using my indomitable now. Because <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, you know. And then, now, luckily for you, you are all not currently standing in the very central portion of this pit, the part that is down another step. And this is extremely fortunate because it means you get to see this happen whilst you are not standing in it and perhaps understand something about the dangers of the terrain. You are currently in because the center of the pit ripples and then a flood of flame just in a, a rippling sheet fills that central portion of the pit and flares up orange and then fades again and you See? all think ooh glad I'm not standing in that uh huh 
One, do I smell do I smell roasted gnome? That's a very good point. That is a very good point. She rolled a twenty. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I think means you smell half as much roasted gnome. Oh Just a little hint of hair and cloth there. That's what we call a spy check. <laughs> um, she um, probably roll a uh, concentration save as well. She made it. She's fine. Uh, secondly, the 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 does the ostrich no sell that, or does it not, or does it avoid the ostrich? It appears to to not flood around the feet of the ostrich, which is okay. the only statue currently standing in the pit. Mm -hmm. um, so possibly, if you were riding one of the statues, you'd be okay. Mm -hmm. You do. Um, I mean, the the noise of battle is starting to to fill the place as stuff gets going up top as well. Um, nonetheless, you are. You have a chance of hearing uh, some muttered words from Zouchette, who is going to cast, I don't know, something. Let me look at her spells. Very funny to cast that. She's not going to cast that. This is Zouchette's normal problem, which is that she's really not very well specced for combat. It is not her major thing. Yeah, she's going to try the... I frankly have too many... Uh, no, she's... Bum, 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 bum. Just keeping track of her spell slots. She's going to look at this situation and think, hmm, this is, this is too many enemies all at once. What if we had fewer of them uh, and attempt to cast Banishment? Because mm. Banishment is a good spell, which I just need to pull up the rules for. Sorry. I am, as ever, unprepared to play Zuchette. Well, I need to roll gonna, gonna her, her concentration checks. So concentration checks are a con save uh, with a DC of either half the damage you took or 10, whichever is higher. Mm. So if you take less than 20 damage, it's just DC 10 uh, constitution save. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the second one failed, so Crusader's Mantle is down. Ah, heck. That's a shame. Duchette uh, so is casting Banishment, which is a charisma save on the crocodile, because she doesn't like the look of the crocodile. Seems bad. Let's find out how charismatic a crocodile is. Mm. Well, that dice is on the floor and gone forever. Let's have a different one. Ah. Ooh. That uh, is an extremely failed save. It rolled a three. So the crocodile uh, is removed from this plane of existence. Yay! Yeah, nice. For as long as Zushek can concentrate on it being removed. Hopefully that's a good long time. Don't think she has anything she could particularly do. Uh, with her bonus action, uh, so that's that's what you get is that you hear some muttered words from a gnome, and the uh, crocodile disappears in a magical does, swirl of energies. Does the gnome reappear? Yes, she will have to because she's concentrating on the on the banishment. So she pops up there where she was trying to futz with the portal thing and got caught in the flame, and will um, back up over here. Away from all of the things that will eat her whole. Because she's very small. Yes. Uh, the fog up top where Rill is and also the rest of the drow has finished coalescing into a number of aggressive creatures. There are big cats. There are big snakes. There's something that looks like it should be aquatic. Like maybe it's some kind of shark, but it's it appears to have no difficulty in sort of hovering slightly off the ground and attacking, and battle is immediately joined 
as it begins attacking uh, the drow who are trying to keep it back. Trick! Okay. Um, I quickly call out to Maynard. Maynard, Maynard, can you shatter? You are muted. Uh, no, 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 I can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's, the, that's, that's one thought. That's one thought out the window. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Unfortunately, Ember is stopping me from um, knocking this scorpion away from Maynard and trying to break oh. the gravel. Um, that's right, you can do it. Um, um, honestly, it gives me a chance to try and punish. So what I'm going to do is I will attack the scorpion because that one is currently trying to murder our wizard. So that's the it is thing. it is doing that. Um, let's do that. Um, so I'm attacking with my long sword. Mm-hmm. That is a twenty to hit. Oh yes. Um which is plus five. Uh eleven slashing damage. And I will mark it as well. And then a twelve to hit, which I doubt will hit. Twelve will glance off its stony hide, I'm afraid. I figured. But you know, that's okay. And try not to make the mistake of treating it like an actual arthropod, which would have squishy bits inside. Mm. I'm just I probably just like pommel smashing the damn thing. Yeah, you're figuring this is probably stone all the way through. Yeah, it seems likely. Um, what I will try and do is knock it. Is knock it? Yeah, I'll knock. I'll try. I don't think knocking it prone makes sense because it's a scorpion. So I won't try and do that. I will just accept accept my fate of not using my bonus action. Sadness. Uh, <laughs> scorpion prone. It's prone by default. <laughs> it's already on the floor. That's the orientation of a scorpion. <laughs> yeah. Maynard, you are currently grappled, so you can't move because you're grappled, but this does not stop you attacking if you wish. Or you can try to break the grapple. Or I can Misty Step. Or you can Misty Step, and the scorpion... Yes. Um, there's this soft snapping noise as the claw of the scorpion closes around nothing, suddenly. Yep. Where are you going to? Um... Uh... Come up here with me. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my distance away from some things. Uh, can you put me three squares west of Scorpion on the upper level? That's it, right there. You are now surrounded by fog. Aggressive fog, just so you know. If I... I have a way of getting out of this if, if it becomes too dangerous to, to be here at any point. <laughs> okay. Um, and I would like to cast a cantrip with my action which will be to firebolt the mole mm. i don't think you can see the mole oh yeah it's 20 foot down isn't it 20 foot down i don't think you can see um i don't know if you can you you might you can probably see the ostrich i don't think you can see the mole the scorpion yeah, let's front. um let's 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 blast some fire at the ostrich see what that does that's fair that's fair great uh woo. 27 to hit? <laughs> yes. And that's 15 fire damage. It has a disappointing failure to smell like roast chicken. Because mm -hmm. it's made of stone. This is probably predictable. Now it is the scorpion's turn. And the scorpion it, has been... Does it cranky. still seem to do an extra amount of damage? Or, or a normal amount of damage? Even if it doesn't smell like roast chicken? In, insofar as you can judge damage against stone? 
um, it does seem to have been effective, yes. Okay. It's just, unfortunately, not a real bird. <laughs> the scorpion, robbed of its prey, is going to make one claw attack against Ember first. Ooh, very good. Uh, mm. 24. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, it should have disadvantage. 20. Total. Yeah. Uh, my armor, is, my AC is 20. Ah. Ah, then it has, uh, it has, it has, it has hit you, okay. or twist you, as the case may be. That is twelve piercing damage from its claw, which will it is also trying to grapple you because it does that automatically when it when it hits. Is it tries to grapple? So, uh, athletics or acrobatics from you, please. A uh, fifteen. Uh, you, um, although you get scraped, you uh, you dodge out well enough that it doesn't actually manage to. Uh, to grab onto you. Uh, second claw attack is against Trick. 24. Yep, that's fine. 12 piercing damage. 12 piercing damage. Well, and uh, piercing damage. Athletics or acrobatics of your choice. Uh, I think I will choose athletics. Yeah, I mean, I figure you both will be doing athletics all the time, but it's nice to offer you. <laughs> that's a nine. You'll be like... <laughs> Say again? Nine. That's a nine. You are grappled. Mm. It's going to try to sting you. Hmm. It is super bad at stinging you. It rolled a two. You are unstung. Okay. There's like a sting scrape in the wall beside your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been caught in the giant claws with giant claws with scorpion-looking thing before. It's fine. The the drow up top are engaged in some combat. I'm just gonna sort of move them around a little bit to keep things lively up there. Tebbit is torn. Is going to keep protecting Rill. One of the other drow is going to run up closer to Maynard and try to help him out. Then it's the mole. Not previously, as I previously asserted in a version of reality that I have cut from this podcast. The mole is going to burrow into the wall of the pit and I'm rise up in the back. Rill's feet. Oh no. I would like uh, to stab yeah, him in the back. It's using normal movement, you can make an attack of opportunity. My threatened area. Nice. Um, yeah, that's the only thing to do, right? Well, that is a 22 to hit. Oh yes, it's a big old mole. You hit it. Fantastic. And that is only a six. That's only six damage. Every little uh, bit helps. Yeah. Total of twenty in its attack against Rill. Yeah, that hits. Mhm. Mhm. Twelve uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay. And rather than use its, it has multi attack. And rather than use its second attack to attack, it is going to try and shove you into this pit. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it in the head, you hit it with a, a, a radiant flame, it's decided that you're part of its problem, and it wants you in the pit. That, that's the mole's opinion. Didn't and I can make a, make a check. You do need to uh, roll uh, Ooh, athletics no. or acrobatics. That was almost so good, and it ended up so poorly. Uh, that's a five. See, I thought you were going to succeed, because it only rolled an eleven. It was but almost it, a 19, and then it just skidded a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately, although it rolled mediocrely, you are you are falling into a 20-foot pit now. Yeah, athletics are not a real strong point. <laughs> Unless you have some kind of reaction with which to save yourself. He does not, no. He, he lets out a, a yeah, startled thought, yelp as this thing. I thought you had, like, a drow featherfall thing. Um, oh. Hold on, let me look. I, I swear, because we have that conversation about people who do not need to be afraid of falling. I think, I think it's Misty Step. Um, I feel like dropping Misty Step. 
No, it's the other elves committee stat that I made up. Yeah, I could have swore you had like you took like a feat to have like some bonus drow magic. No, he has um it's drow magic stuff, but none of it's um none of it's that. He can levitate, dispel magic, darkness, and fairy fire and dancing lights. Ah, uh, but levitate is not a reaction, right? No, yeah, gotcha. levitate's not a reaction, so yeah, it would let him nope. climb back out of the pit in a stylish fashion, but it does not stop him falling in. Nope. Um, so according to D&D's extremely generous fall damage rules, you take 2d6 bludgeoning damage for falling 20 feet. Oh. You take 1d6 per 10 feet of falling uh, in D&D. Uh, so that is 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, and that will be the end of the mole's turn. And now it's your turn. And you, I am afraid, are in a pit. Reels in a pit. The mole is... Not in a Not pit in any a longer. Pit. Swap places with the mole. <laughs> Swap places with the mole. Uh, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he is closer to his uh, spiritual mace, which he is going to. Um, I don't. I don't think he can see the mole from down here. No, probably not. Um, no. Okay. Yeah. Directly above you and fairly low to the ground, so it's probably not actually visible from your well, current perspective. No, it's Maynard's problem. Um, <laughs> Rail is going when to I his... think who should fight a giant stone mole I definitely think wizards yes. <laughs> exactly Thanks. those people for the job um, he is going to help in bullying this scorpion um, <laughs> by attacking it with his uh, with his mace mm-hmm. his spiritual mace um, which is let me find that damn spell there we go uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. Hits. And 11 points of force damage. Nice. Uh, and then he is going to try Guiding Bolt again. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time at... He's going to dial it back. He's going to dial it back to first level. That is going to be... Ooh, nat 20. Ooh, hits. Okay. Please roll twice as many dice. All right, that's going to be 8d6 for 30 points. <sighs> Oh, radiant damage. Nice. And this thing is is glowing like a small star. It is lit up and has various interesting cracks. <laughs> yes, leaving uh, anybody who wants to hit it on their turn free to do so with advantage. Uh, Real is... Mm, he just got smacked pretty hard. No, you know what? Fuck it. He doesn't want to get it grabbed by that claw. He's going to try and move away from the scorpion. Okay. Uh, it is. It is gonna make a sting of opportunity that's fine it's better than being um oh wait no because he'd have to move by the ostrich wouldn't he it it's there's a lot of enemies yeah yeah he'll stay where he is it's fine okay in which case he will not get stung he's gonna hide in the corner going ow <laughs> yes <laughs> and who could blame him uh ember you're up all right i am going to swing kindler at the scorpion with advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thank you for that. That You're is welcome. a 24 to hit. Yes. Right. It's going to be... And I am going to um, Divine Smite it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have uh, some resistances, so if you can break it down by type for me, that'd be great. Okay. That was three slashing... Or, or yeah. 10 slashing damage, rather. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 3 fire damage 
and 13 radiant damage. Mm -hmm. Making some good progress on the, the big mean scorpion, I would say. All right. Um, and then I'm going to swing again. Um, and is this also with advantage, or does the advantage... Is it no, just, just the one? first swing. The one. Okay. That's what I thought, but... Yeah. Uh, 19 to hit. Hits. And that is 11 slashing damage and 4 fire damage. Okay. Are you moving at all, or is that your turn? Um, I am not moving at all. Okay. Oh, um, uh, with my bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith myself. Solid. Okay. The ostrich uh, is going to attack you in return. Well, I think you were going for the scorpion, but that's fine. It, the ostrich is going to attack you, is my point. Um, first with its big, big jaws, 16, which I think will miss you. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, by once again uh, swishing its stony wings and casting a lightning zap uh, in your direction, which for which you need to make, please, a con save. And um, <clears throat> this time I will remember that I have an aura. Yes, you do. Uh, uh, so that is 14 plus, plus 3, so uh, 17. Uh, that's enough. So you take half damage from the lightning, which is worth lightning. Oh, hardly anything. One, one lightning damage. Wahaha. Right. Um, and I still need to make a concentration check for my shield of faith. Ooh, which is a nat twenty. Oh, then your 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 shield of faith stays up. And the ostrich is gonna, I think, come over here just to. Uh, not exactly be flanking you, but uh, make more use of the space that it's got. The crocodile will not do anything because it has been banished. <laughs> um, and no one is, no one and nothing is currently in the pit. Um, but the sharp-eyed will notice that the the ground in the very the, the the central depression wavers and ripples as if it was changing in texture, and then re-solidifies. Zouchette is concentrating hard on making there not be a crocodile, which for most of us, most of the time, isn't something we really have to think about. But It's very important in this situation. Right, it comes, it comes naturally, normally, but right now it is, it is occupying quite a lot of her thoughts, and it means she can't do anything else that would require a, um, a, a concentration and she still doesn't want to cast the options that just kill everything around her, regardless of whether she likes it or not. Her, her, her biggest damage spells are mm, indiscriminate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so instead, uh, she is going to fall back on that old staple firebolt, which she has used to good effect previously. Uh, and she's going to join in against that scorpion, because why not? Come on. And it's a, it is a, a good attack, and you can see this streak of flame fly out from her little gnomish hand and scrape along the back of the scorpion and sink into the back of its head, and the scorpion just totally fails to react at all to the fire damage. You are becoming familiar with the sound of gnomish swearing. 
it appears that the scorpion is not just resistant, but actually immune to fire. Ah. Damn. The various folk monsters up top are making various attacks uh, against various drow. And I'm just going to go ahead and like arbitrarily roll some numbers for the damage that they are taking. Some of them are doing better than others. Um, and they are also going to attack Maynard. Uh, there is... What's a fun animal? There is something like a giant polecat snapping at Maynard. Uh, first one, it rolled very badly. Uh, but the second one is a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah, that gets me. Uh, please take seven being bitten damage. This isn't great. Not great. Fine. Oh, I should mark on the damage that Zutek took from being slightly singed earlier. It wasn't very much. There we go. Uh, trick, your turn. Okay, well, first of all, that scorpion needs to continue having a bad day. Uh, because the thing is, it's trying to split its attention between me and Ember. And I, I'm just a very demanding partner. You know, I need I need the full attention of the, <laughs> of the creatures I'm trying to murder. So if, I'm going to start off with a bonus action to punish the scorpion for um, uh, attacking Ember. Mm -hmm. Which is an attack with advantage. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Hits. Which deals 10 plus 4, 14 slashing damage. I think the way it's trying to like divide it, it's having to reach its claws in two different directions, which leaves like... It's hard, much harder to defend yourself when you're already stretched out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will follow up by... Um, going hog wild on it, since it's currently gro got me grappled. My feel of being grappled by Scorpion is bad. So just hammering. I'm not even using the blade anymore. I'm just using I'm just hammering the pommel down like backhands over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a 23 to hit. 23 hits. Uh, so that's 10 slashing damage. Notionally uh -huh. slashing. Um, followed I, I, by... I call it budgeting, but it still works. Yeah, followed by a 24 <laughs> doing 13 damage. <laughs> this is this scorpion is suffering. Yeah. I've just got access to all of its joints. Um Yeah. Which even yeah. when made of stone are weaker than the yeah. non-jointed parts. Yeah, so I figure what I'll do then is oh, I am obviously marking it. Is I'll use an action surge. Um, <laughs> okay. Since I seem to be kind of on a roll. Uh, it's only 15. 15. Uh, you, you get just a little little overconfident and uh, don't don't hit a... Oh, don't, don't make as, as direct a strike. I mean, I'm getting tired, if nothing else. Um, well, you're getting tired. You currently have a giant scorpion claw squeezing you around the tummy. Well, that was a natural one in, to finish up with, so... Oh. <laughs> that was the most exciting action surge I've ever done, but you know. The squeezing. You know what? The rest of the term was pretty effective. Yeah. Okay, Maynard, you are uh, currently uh, up top on the edge of the pit. And I'm being attacked by, by, by a frog. Being attacked by a, a misty uh, polecat, yes. Um, not sure whether to take a risk and see if destroy water does anything to these things. Hang on, is this a regular sized or like a giant polecat? Well, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's uh, uh, like a medium creature polecat, so quite large. Oh, that's a really big polecat. 
Yeah. <laughs> we, we are talking, like, at least angry husky polecat. Oh. Okay. Um, I am going to cast Armor of Agathus on myself at... Let's make that fourth level. Now, one of the interesting things about Armor of Agathus is that it's fundamentally ice armor, and, and the way it forms is it pulls moisture from the air to coalesce around you, which works fine. It's not hard, it's, it, it, it is not uh, disabled in any way by the environment that you're in, but you've been wondering whether this is real fog, so you notice that, that the wisps around your feet are not being drawn up into this armor. It's not reacting like water vapor when you form your armor. That is good to know. Okay. Free information Magic. for being smart enough to wonder. <laughs> Magic fog. Got it. Magic fog. Okay. Um, that means that anything that hits me uh, with a melee attack uh, takes uh, 20 points of frost damage. Armor of Agathus is so good at high levels. And being a I wizard warlock it. is so broken because you can cast your <laughs> warlock spells at much higher than your warlock level. <laughs> um, and. If I try and move away from this thing, it's because it's it's not on the map. But I presume it's right next to me. Uh, yes, um, I, haven't, me. I haven't created little fog things because the the way the fog works is there are just always enough fog monsters. Okay, cool. In that case, I guess I have to stay where I am. Just let it play out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, the scorpion, the rather battered-looking scorpion, uh, is next. Uh, is going to go ahead and use its free claw to just just thinking. Does it wanna? You, okay, go do these things in order. The first thing is going is it it currently has Trick uh, grappled in one claw. It's going to use its other claw to also attack Trick, uh, but not hugely effectively. Uh, at fifteen, I think it's getting in its own way a little. Not even close. Yep, it's going to try to sting Trick. Twenty-four. I don't like that. That feels bad. Um, although I am very tough, I'll take it. I might need my reaction. Okay. Please take 12 fire damage as the sting injects some kind of venom into you that literally burns. Oh, that sucks. Looks incredible, though. Like the light effect, lighting effect of like your veins lighting up. Yeah, very much like a screaming in agony moment, I think. Yeah, yeah, but the gift... That was not what I was expecting. I was like, I can take some poison. You were, you were, you were braced, literally braced for poison, and then... And then... And then it's going to use its movement to turn in place and try and, like, dangle you over the pit. Yeah. So it's not leaving anyone's space, um, but it's going to turn on the spot and sort of hold you out over there, which it can do because it's grappling you so it can drag you. Mm. Your toes sort of scraping the ground. It's not like holding you very high, but that's where you are. Mm. The drow uh, at the top of the pit continue to be heavily engaged. Tebbit is... Pro- <laughs> mm. Tebbit is really worried about Rill, who just got shoved back into a pit. Yeah. Um... And he is going to try to attack this mole. The sharp-eyed may feel that this would be a bad for him when it comes to defending himself against fog monsters. But he is going to successfully attack the mole. Hmm. Which is nice. 
Just nice of him. I think it's successful. Should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It helps a little, probably. He is not as uh, as good at fighting as you guys. You guys are, like, better fed and better equipped, if nothing else. Mm. Uh, and his second attack is uh, glancing off the uh, mole's stony form. But every little helps, probably. The others are continuing their, you know, I'm just shuffling around the map a little bit to create some interest in terms of how things are going up there. And then it's the mole's turn. The mole has to decide whether it wants to eat Tebbit now. It doesn't. It wants to go back down there and continue punching Rill in the face. I was going to say, it was angry at me. It's so. still angry at you. <laughs> Tebbit was not very effective, and you were quite effective, and it was very satisfying you shoving you into a pit. So it's going to dive again, burrowing into the ground and come out the side of the pit and make a slam attack. Oh. Uh, it will miss with the first one because it rolled a five. I think your AC is better than 13. Yes. Uh, but it is your AC better than 14? Yes, it is. It missed twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Really startled but aware enough that he like leaps away from it as it pops out of the pops out of the wall next to him yeah it like dives and it shoves out of the wall a couple of times uh and uh does not meet with very much success and then it has a little bit of movement left which it will use for purposes of its own and pop up there uh, now it is your turn all right uh hmm uh, Rill is going to bring his um, spiritual weapon to bear against the mole, who is okay. now within smacking distance again. Uh -huh. um, he is going to try and smack it. Okay, let's see. And that is a another nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, for 15 uh, force damage. Nice. I had to remember what the hell it was. <laughs> 15 4 sandwich. Uh, how is everyone looking in the party at this point? Great. I'm at about. Uh, I've been set on fire from the inside out. And I'm about to be set on fire from the outside in. I've been better? Right. Okay. Um, and that guy's real is going to uh, carefully avoid hopefully being grabbed by the scorpion um, he's going to reach out and try and just grab whatever piece of trick he can reach and um, he's going to cast yeah I mean you can step into the scorpion's area uh, without provoking an attack it's stepping out he's already in it I think isn't he well, he was. Yes, actually, that's fair. Yes, you can, yeah, you can move was. around. It was just diagonal. He yeah. he doesn't want to get into the mole's area of attack. No, you, uh, you can you can get close enough to reach trick without without engaging the mole. Good. Okay. Um, he is going to cast cure wounds at second level, and that is gonna be ooh sixteen points of healing for trick. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Trick still has the um chain on them, right? Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they do have the chain around How them. So even if it's me out here. I'm guessing I'm supposed to be, slab, like, elevated. Right? I'm guessing it's having to, like, lift me up. Yeah, I mean, I think you're probably up about the limit of how far the chain can pull now. Like, <laughs> it, would have, it would struggle to pull you in, to drag you any further away, because you are 
tied to an immovable rod at the mm. top of the pit. Uh, mm. But it is a 50-foot chain that is wrapped around you, so you have, you know... Yeah, you are... You are you are, um, if it let go of you, you would swing back toward the wall, I think. Physics. <laughs> Physics. Physics is happening. <laughs> All right, and that is uh, that is Bill's turn. Okay. Uh, Ember, you're up. All right. I am going to try to finish this scorpion off mm-hmm. and do so ideally in a way that I can, like, patch trick from swinging into the wall uh, if, the, if the scorpion yeah, lets go. That's fine. Die. I'm facing the wall. That is a 28 to hit. <laughs> yes. And that is 10 slashing damage. So, like, do you want to cut off the head or cut off the claw? Um. Like, either way, you, you, you're finishing this scorpion off, but, like... Yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna cut off the head because I'm definitely like not trying to risk it, and Ember's risk assessment would tell them that the head will be more efficient at killing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you you hack through in in and Kindler is a mighty and noble battle axe, and it it it, it seems rude to be using it on rock but you use the tools you have and uh the cracks propagate through the stony flesh of the scorpion and the head drops off and the rest of it just sort of stops moving trick you can feel that it's not like it has reverted back to totally immobile stone so you're not completely trapped you it still has some unnatural flexibility to it so you will be able to wriggle out of the claw without too much difficulty um Mm. but it doesn't like immediately go limp and drop you it loses direction whilst remaining oddly living stone Fun. is um, that the end of your turn ember i technically have another attack mm-hmm. um yeah you, you are free to use that if you if you want to go for the ostrich as well okay then yes i will go for the ostrich uh, yeah that's a 14 to hit. 14 actually hits the ostrich. These oh. are all quite big statues and surprisingly soft because the stone is mobile. Excellent. Um, that is a four- That's 14 damage. Uh, I think this would... Does that include the fire from Kindler? Um, Kindler would technically be out of charges unless I could have decided not to use no the it does charge. always go off on, on the next three hits once activated that's, yeah. that's what i figured um cool. so yeah then the, it's out of charges still looks super cool but yeah only doing regular amounts of damage yep okay the the ostrich uh is gonna try to bite your face it has one trick pretty much but it's using that trick <laughs> see the scorpion had two tricks. <laughs> well, technically, the ostrich has two tricks. It has lightning wings as well. Um, oh, that's rather what? better than last time. Uh, how is a 19? Uh, 19 does not hit. Stop, we're going up against people who wear armor. <laughs> uh, wing lightning, I'm afraid. All right. Uh, and that's save. a con save. Yeah. yeah. Um, ooh, that is a 22. Okay, in which case that is four lightning damage. All right. 
and I'm also going to roll my concentration check, and that is a 13. What are you currently concentrating on? Um, my, uh, my shield of faith. I thought that went down last time. Um. Oh, no, it didn't. That was the other thing that went. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sorry, it was the other thing that went down. Never mind. No, you're quite right. Yeah, shield of faith is still up. Um, the ostrich doesn't want to try and back away from you because you will murder it. And it wants to be here murdering you. It doesn't want <laughs> to leave. <laughs> it likes where it is. Uh, the crocodile. Look at the adorable face of this creature who is currently somewhere else. <laughs> Poor thing. And then the pit, or then the depression in the center of the pit, floods not with flame this time, but with shocking rapidity, with water that freezes solid as it spreads, and the frost kind of spreads up Trick's legs because they're in it. That's the square they're in. Uh, and they're going to take some cold damage uh, from that. So that's six cold damage for Trick, who is currently in in a, in a uh, dangerous spot. Mm. That's fine. I'm feeling pretty confident. Zouchet doesn't is concentrating on that. Doesn't need to worry about how else to attack the scorpion because the scorpion is no longer functional. Is quite worried about how that mole is just beating up the squishy cleric. So he's going, to, he's going to cast a firebolt at the mole. And rolled a natural one. If you ever travel with a less helpful wizard. I mean, she's still got us here and stuff. And People worry about the NPCs just sort of taking over in steamroller, steamrolling competition conflict. But you know what? I feel like, in wizard terms, I feel like a natural one actually translates to doesn't actually get the spell off. Mm. Like, is concentrating on they're not being a crocodile and fumbles her words and the spell just doesn't doesn't complete you know i'm quite glad there isn't a crocodile so you personally feel uh, feel feel supported and helped by the absence of crocodiles yes L- listen zusha you know like it happens to all of us you've been on anti-androgens for a while like you don't have to worry if it doesn't go off sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, that, that was a slow burn <laughs> there are there are there are you know there are herbs <laughs> that or that's why Trick likes their horse so much. Uh, the fog, or rather all of the fog monsters, will now take their turn and roll a series of attacks against some drow and Maynard. The number of dice on the floor is increasing. I'm going to run out of dice. Ooh, and uh, Tebbet is justly punished for his distraction attacking a mole because that was a natural 20 from the fog. He's getting a bit beaten up. A nasty attack against, uh, against Kez, one of the archers who is backed up into a corner and uh, fighting something that looks like a smallish but very angry deer. Uh, and finally, against Maynard from this giant polecat thing, uh, first attack, 15? Uh, yes. It takes 20 frost damage. Yeah, so you take 7 being bitten damage, and that particular fog monster, sorry, 20. Yep. That particular fog monster is probably actually still coalesced, but it does miss with the second attempt it makes to, to murderize you. So, same effect either way, really. Okay. Trick, you're not, to be clear, you are not frozen to the surface of this thing. The ice and water, like, receded very rapidly as soon as they appeared, uh, but you have taken some cold damage. And now it is your turn. Can I 
can I trivially extract myself from this claw at this point? Yes, uh, you can just sort of push it open and move yourself out. I would like to, if I may, both both lengthen the chain and uh-huh. move up to the mole. You can, but I think that is getting towards the limit of how long the chain can go, given it's also wrapped around you. Yeah, so that's fine. I, I don't anticipate needing to move much further. <laughs> I would um, also like to beat up a mole. That's 22 to hit. That hits. For 6 damage. Falling up with 16 to hit. 16 hits. Mm. For a further 8 damage. As yeah, I just, um, you know, <laughs> listen, I'm done with the scorpion now. Mole time. <laughs> We're moving um, on. It's, it's methodical. It's practiced. It's it's contemplative. It feels good. My my pain recedes. Um, I spend a bonus action to um, uh, regain some headwind. That's right. Yeah. Um, for a total of fifteen fifteen head points. Nice. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling cleansed and pure and healthy. Uh, and most not- importantly. And not grappled by a scorpion. And not grappled by a scorpion. So you know what? My day's gotten a lot better. There's now only two of the fuckers hanging around. So, hey, that's good. We're halfway there. Living mm-hmm. on a prayer. Play <laughs> <laughs> not. You're up. Has any, anything been established that the mole is immune to that I've missed? Uh, No. Okay. In which case, it's going to get lightning bolted. Nifty. We'll see if that does anything. Okay, here we go. Uh, can it make me a dexterity save, please? DC 16. It can. It's not the most dexterous creature that ever existed. Because it's a giant stone mole. But it rolled a natural 20 for a total of 19. Uh, I guess it only takes half damage then. Uh... Shame. Which would be hmm, 14 lightning damage. It does not appear to be immune to your 14 lightning damage. Yay! Trick is, though. I mean, I know trick's not in the way, but yeah. Anything with your bonus action? Any movement? Yeah, I'm going to try and move away from these these creatures. Um, you put me to... Well, it's it's hard to get away from things that are all around you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's no real benefit in me moving away from them because they're just going to come back. There is there is less fog and less fog monsters sort of in this area. So so what what the drow are doing is sort of gradually pushing forward. Okay. Um, in that case, um, can you just put me just south of the south marker? Yeah. So you just sort of run back through the drow line. Yeah, right there. That's perfect. Thank you. Uh, the drow are holding their own um but i don't think they're making very much progress pushing forward because has managed to get out of the corner at least because she was suffering back there um Mila and Wyvern are pushing forward a bit but it's it's tough going up there um the mole the mole needs me to count question is the mole marked yes the mole is marked good to know i put in the in-game chat mole marked yeah but what i'm looking at is everyone's stat, <laughs> stat pages i only have one 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 monitor <laughs> so, 
But if you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash COAP, we buy can me a second, second monitor with which track moles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's an exclusive mole tracking monitor, which is what we need to provide high quality content. Okay. Des- despite being you. marked, the mm-hmm. mole regards you as not the boss of it. That's fair. And has a plan and is enacting its plan. So first, it burrows off into the ground, which means you can, have, make, an, you can make an attack of opportunity should you so desire. Um, yeah, I'd love to make an attack of opportunity anytime I get the opportunity. Um, that is 20 to hit. Yes. Uh, with 7 extra damage. I mean, 7 damage. Yeah. Extra to what I did in my turn. So having burrowed away, it is then going to make a slam attack at disadvantage against Zouchette. Uh, if it's not next to me, it doesn't have disadvantage. It's okay, so having moved away, it just makes straight attacks. Yep. But I can still punish it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, her AC uh, is uh, bad. <laughs> she has poor AC. Uh, so the first, first one definitely hits. Uh, where is its damage amounts? It's on that list. And the second slam attack. Oof. Pins her against the wall. Rolled a 19. Yes. I I mean, yeah, she has a fair number of hits. She's okay, but but also pinned to a wall by a giant mole, and it. Yeah, sounds convincing, Ben. <laughs> the thing is, she's quite high level, so even as a wizard, she has a fair number of hits. Yeah. Um, but not as many anymore. <laughs> Long term, this will not end well for her, but she's you know, she's okay for now. Um, that was the mole. Next is Rill. Oh, all right. Um, let me just see how far away this mole is. 10, 20, okay. All right. Um, Rill is going to cast Sacred Flame on the mole, and it needs huh? to make a dex save for me, please. 13. Okay. That fails. It is going to take uh, 12 points of radiant damage. Nice. As these bluish, silverish, you know, flames sort of erupt along it, um, and he's gonna—he's gonna stay where he is. I think <laughs> <laughs> he's okay over there. Uh, actually, he's gonna—he's gonna shout up to Maynard. How are you doing up there? There's a. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Does it sound at it all convincing? <laughs> well, look, I've got 13 temporary hit points and 27 out of 49 otherwise. I'm okay. Okay, okay. So right. you get like, a, you get like a, a positive thumbs up and a bit of a nervous look. <laughs> Alright. Uh, then that is real turn. <laughs> uh, while you're taking your turn, you do notice, uh, by the way, and probably to everyone's dismay, um, the crocodile's back. Oh, oh no. no! Because Zouchette's concentration got broken. Yep. So, yeah. Also, the fog monsters are doing their thing up top, harassing the drow. Maynard is currently behind the drow line, so Maynard is not going to get attacked by fog monsters this turn, but all of the drow are. This time, the archer that's uh, over with Mila takes a crit. Mm. Neither of those two are, uh, are looking very... Very good. I mean, they're they're not a death door, not 
you know, by no means, but they are taking some damage up there. Okay. You can definitely see, you know, Maynard in particular looking around. You can see why they didn't, did not decide to make this rumor a focus at any point. Why, why they tried it and went, you know what? We're fine. We don't need to fight fog monsters. They're tough. There's lots of them. That's the fog. Trick. Your mole ran away. Rude. That is rude. Um, was the mole successful in damaging somebody? I lost track. Yeah, the, the mole went and beat up Zouchette quite effectively. Yes, that's right. So that's fine. One, two, three, four, five, six. Cool. I'm going to chase after the mole. Chasing um, the mole. Because that's just a little step in the middle, right? I can just run right yeah, across Yeah, the, it's not, it's not impeding the me. Murder, all, so. The murder space. Cool. Fine. Six, where I assume you would like to Ooh. be not in the pit. And yeah, I'm going to charge the mole and punish it for not paying attention to me. It turned its back on me, and it will discover that this was a mistake. <laughs> so that is definitely a hit. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. <laughs> yes. Um, and that is 12 damage. Ooh, nice. As I just charge it. You're going to slam my wizard? I'm going to slam you. That's right. That's a lot of... <laughs> Just bodily punching a mole. Slam my wizard was also the name of my new hyperpop album uh, coming out <laughs> this summer. Um, We've recorded it and then we sped it up by about three times. That's right. Um, and then I'm going to follow up with just some regular old murder. That's a 15 to hit to start with. 15 hits? Uh, fantastic. Big target. It is a big target and that is nine damage. Mm-hmm. Followed by a 22 to hit. <laughs> yes. Um, doing a further 9 damage. I'm just chipping away at this thing. Yeah. And it's it's definitely carving there, a there's, there's a, a fair number of cracks starting to propagate through it now. Mm -hmm. like it's, it's still active, but it's uh, suffering. Can it suffer? Mm -hmm. You're not sure. It is more than slightly foxed. Maynard, you are up top. Kidokis. Uh, that crocodile, bad, bad crocodile, don't like. Um, sorry, I've lost my spells. Where am I? Where am I? What have I got? What have I got? What have I got? Uh, you know what? It's going to get Lightning Bolt 2. Nice. The sequel to Lightning Bolt. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, that's great uh, yeah so the uh, crocodile needs to make a dexterity check please now the question is how dexterous is a crocodile statue and is it dexterous enough to make up for rolling a five hmm. nah no no it isn't <laughs> it has failed in that case it's 20 lightning damage for a, a nasty croc you pop out of a harmless demiplane and immediately get hit by 20 points of lightning damage. It's just rude, frankly. That's what it is. <laughs> Anything with a bonus or is that your turn? No, only bonus actions. I have are spells. So I'm going to start moving eastwards to try and get a different angle on the fight. Sure. Oh, by the way, Trick, I assume you used your bonus action to detach from the chain because... Oh, uh, well, I, I kind of had to use my bonus action to do the other thing, and I forgot about the chain completely, is one thing. Yeah. In uh, which case, it has to be the other thing, because um, I think unwinding it would be a bonus action, but just pressing the button to let you move freely would be a free action. 
Sick. So I'm just trailing a. You're just trailing like 30 feet Which means that the chain is not suspended where Maynard could climb down it. No. Yeah. Because it's trailing behind you. I think it was. Yeah, so if you could put me one, two. Oh, God, there's nowhere I can go because I can't fucking jump down a wall. Wah, wah. Can you put me three squares diagonally and northeast? Here. Yes, please. Yeah. Great. Uh, the drow have been having a rough time. Um, hmm. Now, Mila and Wyvern over here have, it, have been having it worse. So, these two are going to kind of bunch up a bit to close that line. And Kez is going to run over here. So she can concentrate her fire more to helping out those two. Because they don't want to back up because you are like in a line with them now. They don't wish to abandon you to fog monsters. The mole! See, the mole is now like there with Trick. Yeah, but Zushet's just much easier to hit even at disadvantage. Just She just is on account of all of the squishiness. It, but fundamentally, I don't think the mole likes being next to Trick, and it doesn't mind making Trick run around to deal with that problem. Um, so it's once again going to burrow down, which will give you an attack of opportunity. Where is Zushet at this point? Oh, Zushet is, is, is a heart person. Now I understand. Yes, sorry, um, hearts are for allies. Gotcha, gotcha. In that case, yes, I will make an attack of opportunity. Um, yep, that's a hit. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. As it burrows into the earth, and pops up out of this wall, like that's currently where it is, to make its slam attacks against Zouchette from out the wall. Mm. First one, I think it actually misses. It rolled badly enough. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> it rolled poorly, but not poorly enough to not hit the wizard. The squishy, squishy wizard, who is uh, having a rough time. Second one, still good enough, even though it was a horrible roll. Uh, but not nearly as much damage that time. Zushet can probably go another round of being beaten up by that mole, but maybe not two. And then the mole will use the rest of its movement to... You know what? It's established it can go up there if it wants to. And it does not like being next to Trick, so it's going to just pop up at the top of the, uh, of the pit. Because Trick keeps chasing it and smacking it. It doesn't like it. Mm, it wants to kill wizards. Uh, Rill. Who is not a wizard, but is a cleric. It also likes eating clerics. Well, it's uh, hopefully not going to get to eat this cleric. Um, let me see. We have the crocodile. Is the ostrich uh, still amongst the living? Or uh, Yes, the ostrich is very much active. I have left the scorpion on the field just because uh, the, the, the body of the ostrich forms a spot of difficult terrain because you've got to climb over it. Mm, body of the scorpion. Right, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, in that case... Rill is going to... Uh, can he see the mole from where he is? Uh, yes. Yeah, you'd have enough sight lines from, from that angle. Alright. Um, in that case, he's going to cast Guiding Bolt at it at 4th level. <laughs> That's fair. No one can blame you. Oh my god. <laughs> I have another nat 20. Hey! The messenger is really happy with what Rill is doing here, apparently. So that's going to be 14d6. Um, really glad I'm I'm using a website for this. That is that is that is forty seven radiant damage. 
as significant chunks of the mole just fly off amongst the fog. <laughs> like this, this, this radiant fire descends from from like the from from the space of the ceiling, just from nowhere, strikes the mole in the center of mass from above, and explodes within the translucent stone of the body and pieces of it fly off in various directions the bulk of it is although cracked still in one location in in one piece still but there are shards and chips everywhere Holy uh, that's shit. no longer a mobile mole okay good um, <laughs> much less impressively, I think Rill is going to use his bonus action to um bring his his spiritual mace over and uh smack the crocodile. <laughs> Bonk. I can find my spell. There it is. Uh, that is gonna be a twenty-six to hit, and he is going to take eight points of uh force damage. It's it's it is as you say, less impressive. Less impressive, uh, but it helps. It's a start. You are going to have to deal with that crocodile sooner or later. Um, Ember, you're up. Or sooner, because uh, Ember sooner is, is going good. To, uh, sooner is nice. Start walloping on that crocodile. Yeah. Nat twenty. All right. Hey. And we're going in with the big divine smite. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That is going to be 13 slashing damage. And then, mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be 23 radiant damage on the crocodile. Twelve. Or wait, no, sorry. Um, I didn't double the dice. It was the small number. <laughs> Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay, that's more like it. That's forty-four uh, radiant <laughs> damage. Man, we're kind of dangerous, huh? Yeah, this crocodile <laughs> has taken eighty-five <laughs> damage this round, and I've still got a hit left. <laughs> <laughs> how's that? How's that crocodile looking? I mean, it's taken eighty-five points of damage this round, but it looks like it could go a while longer. Okay. All right, we're uh, rolling that second hit, and that's a 23 to hit. Very much hits. Uh, and that is going to be a much less impressive 10 slashing damage. Oh, a mere 10 slashing damage. Merely enough to kill a peasant in one strike. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a rough awakening for Mr. Crocodile, I think. <laughs> <laughs> a rough awakening for Mr. Crocodile. <laughs> Uh, the ostrich actually gets to go next, um, and is going to continue its possibly futile endeavours to eat your face. Hey, right. it rolled better. Let's see if it rolled better enough. 20 total? Nope. It is tangling just with the wrong paladin. It just mm -hmm. it has a plus 7 to this bite. <laughs> but can it eat your face? No, it cannot. Nope. Uh, please make a con save for lightning wings. Uh, 24. 24. In which case you take half, uh, which will be six lightning damage in this case. Alright. And... Ooh. Oh, that's only a nine on my concentration check, so... Shield, Shield of, faith, of faith, is faith is down, which 
is the reason why a 20 didn't hit. Ah, maybe next time it'll roll better. Did you beat Ostrich? Crocodile's turn. The crocodile is awoken. Um, <laughs> and it's also going to try to bite you because you're like right there. That's what it wants to do. See, the crocodile is better at this whole biting thing. 23. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's also, I, I have to tell you, better at the biting thing when it does bite. Um, uh, 17 piercing damage. Ouch. Oh, I'm down. Oh, that's unfortunate because it has a second attack. Oh, oh shit. No. It has a second attack, and its second attack is a breath weapon, which goes in a cone. And from where it currently is, it can't hit any two of you. Because it, it would have to back up through the ostrich, I think. No, it wouldn't. It would just have to go in the middle of the pit. Oh, I don't want to kill Ember. <laughs> I don't want to kill Ember, but I don't think the crocodile has my qualms. <laughs> I mean, Real, Real is still standing, and he did just make the mole explode, so he might be seen as the next dangerous target. It's not so much that as the crocodile absolutely can get you both in this breath weapon. Oh. And I think it's gonna... I don't think yep. this is... I don't think the crocodile is trying to incapacitate you. I think the crocodile is trying to kill you. Also, I'm, I'm pretty sure we have diamonds, so, you know, listen. You do have time. diamonds. We um, do have diamonds. I don't want, I don't want to use now, the diamonds. Now, it kills real. <laughs> yeah, kills real. We're... Well... Oh, is that... Look, it's look, so... if one of you dies... You have solved your whole plane shift problem and everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, corpses, corpses are objects. <laughs> you can just carry them home. It's I forgot. Fine. So in my other campaign, dying doesn't really matter. And I forgot that dying kind of matters in this game. And I was like a little yeah. bit confused as to why we were panicking. And then I was like, oh, wait. Because right. you might... You might you might die, oh. is why. Um, but I think that's what the crocodile is trying to do. Yeah, um, but it's only one failed death save. Yeah, it can't crit because this is a a a, a save on this attack. Mm. So small mercies. <laughs> yes. Uh, so okay. Rill, please roll a con save. Does your aura apply while you're incapacitated? I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Most of them don't. Some wizards get stuff like that, but. Uh, that's an 18 for a con save. Okay, so Rilly's going to take half. And Ember just auto-fails, right? Ember auto-fails. Uh, but it wouldn't matter, because either way you'd be taking damage. So uh, Rill takes uh, four cold damage. Okay, I was crocodile... braced for something much. It's, it's not a super bad breath attack. Um, it's just really bad in this It's just, in situation. this instance, it means Ember has auto-failed a death save. Yeah, okay. As the frost forms in their hair, as they lie there bleeding on the ground. Uh, hmm. The good news is they're not currently lying in the depression at the bottom of the thing, <laughs> and indeed no one is. But there is a. Uh, those of you standing near the pit, um, so real and trick, you would both notice this. The air within that central depression uh, begins uh, spinning rapidly. And there are, are flecks of golden sand uh, visible in the air for a few seconds uh, before it dies away. And beginning to detect an elemental theme. Mm. And then Zouchette 
having been like like Suchette's definitely got broken ribs now. That's just happened. Just what what what's going on? Suchette, you cut out. No, I stopped talking. Oh, okay, um, sorry. It sounded very much cut out because of the way the noise filter. Yeah, KTD. no, sorry. Um, Doucette has decided that the giant angry ostrich trying to kill Ember has become suddenly a much more pressing problem and should die. And she says some words that are deeper and more resonant than you've ever heard from her before. And the ostrich goes from lightly bashed to absolutely riddled with cracks just in an instant. Well, Let me just do a brief comparison of the things these are based on as to where this one sits in terms of sort of the hierarchy of inherent hit points. Uh, and it's the lowest. Yeah, that ostrich is no longer functional. It kind of slumps where it stands with its wings spread slightly and its head dips and the cracks ripple through it. And it it's done. Ostrich is done. Nice. Okay. Sometimes you've got to burn your ninth level spell. Zouchette now looks like someone who has broken ribs and also is very tired. Like, it takes a lot of work to cast one of those spells. She's swaying slightly. Uh, but she's, uh, she's fine. She's on her feet and there's no enemies because the mole is dead. So, well, no, no enemies near her because the mole is dead. The fog monsters are not dead and are going to go ahead and harass all the drow up top. And also Maynard, who is no longer uh, sort of behind that safe line. Uh, so I'll do the draft first, just get them out of the way. Mila is okay. Uh, Tebbit takes some damage. Tebbit's looking pretty rough. Bruno is okay. Wyvern is going to take some damage and might not be okay. Mm. Let's have a see how bad this is. Wyvern is just about up, but is looking pretty bad. Uh, and Kez is fine. No one hits Kez this turn. Um, which makes sense, because they probably can't quite get past that. And then uh, against Maynard, who is now facing off with name an animal. I don't know. It's a bat. It's a foggy bat. It's a big hey. foggy bat. Bat facts, it's bad when they both attack you and hit you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that uh, 20 and a 23 both hit. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah. If they're melee attacks, they, uh, the creature takes 20 frost damage. Okay. Both times or just the first time? Mm, let me check. Uh, if a creature hits you with a melee attack while you have these hit points, it takes damage. So probably just the first. So the first attack is 10 hit points against you. Okay. Which probably drops you low enough that the second one doesn't get the counter damage, I think. No, I still have three of them left. Okay. So it takes it twice. So it attacks you twice and then dissipates. Uh, Yay! Uh, another four damage for the second foggy attack. Okay. And yeah, now I'm out of temp HP. Yeah, everyone up top is currently up, but Wyvern is really on the edge. And Tebbet is also pretty bad. That was the fog. Uh, trick. Hey. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm not letting this happen again, not letting this happen again, um, legging it towards Ember 
which one, two, three. Ah, oh, I can't reach Amber. That's fun. Hmm. Hmm. Or rather, I can't reach Amber and use an action. Um. Hmm. So the crocodile is the thing. Mm. Okay. Okay. I know what I can do. I know what I can do. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Great. I'm going to step into the pit, going a little, going just into the pit, so that I can reach um, Zushat. Um, sure. And I would like to, um, I would like to hand, I'd like to hand Zushat a healing potion. Lovely. Um, seems like the thing to do. Um, and then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get up to the crocodile, and I would like to grapple the crocodile. Mm-hmm. Um, Crocodile's going to roll strength, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, 19. Sorry? 15. Sorry, 21. Okay, that's fine. I was fine. looking at decks. That's fine. I will... Ooh... I will I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit it so that I can try and mark it because I think I'm more likely to be able to hit it than um wrap fair, it. Fair. It's a fifteen. Hits uh, oh. no, sorry, Mrs. Don Crocodile. Yeah. Figure hit so. the ostrich. Mrs. Crocodile. Okay, well, that's it. I'm stood in the middle of the pit trying desperately basically on the opposite side from Ember and trying to um keep its attention. Yeah. Um uh, Maynard. Maynard's gonna do something stupid in her ug. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. He's gonna go to the edge of the 20 foot drop and just uh-huh. jump down. Just jump straight down to Ember. And just take that falling damage. I'm gonna suggest, in mm-hmm. a spirit of love and kindness, that you do so next to Ember rather than on top. Yes. <laughs> because I don't think Ember wants the falling damage as well. No. I will roll you some falling damage. Ooh, 11 bludgeoning damage. Your knees and ankles object. Oh, that's quite a lot. Didn't expect it to be that much. But I'm fine, that's good. And you told me, Ben, I should tell you when this happens. Oh, you spare the dying on Ember. Okay, so for the first time, I think? Mm-hmm. I don't think any of you have seen this, or indeed knew that Maynard could do it. Uh, Maynard reaches out, and there is a blue-white glow around his fingers, and a scent washes past you like cold pine trees, as the worst of Ember's bite wound closes up, and you can already see that they're breathing just a little better. Ember, you are stable. And for the moment, that's all that happens. Yay! Uh, The drow up top are definitely going to be pulling back some, because it's going badly for them up there. Mm -hmm. And who was at the worst, I did say? Um, Uh, Wyvern. Wyvern is is worst, and Teba is not much better off. And both of them... um, I don't. I think Trick's the only one who can see this, and they may not be paying attention. But they have both reached in their pouches and uh, pulled out uh, small items 
and rather than drinking a potion, they have uh, jabbed themselves um, in conveniently available bits of skin along their arms or hands with something uh, small and sharp and regained some, some color and their breathing eases as they heal to some degree from something that they have taken. Huh. And like, neither of them are doing splendidly still, but they're both a, a little better off. Yeah, that's that's the drown, is they've moved some, and they are continuing to... You, and you can see, they're fighting hard, and they are keeping the fog back from that that area they've cleared by the door, but they're not really able to to push further and and to progress into clearing the room. It's it's too even of a match between them and the fog monsters. Mole is gone. Uh, so, Rill. All right. Um, Ember is stable. Are they conscious? No. Ember has... The, the cantrip Spare the Dying has been used on them, so they are just stable. Stable. Okay. Um, in that case, Rill is going to hurry over and um, kneel down and use some Cure Wounds. Hmm. This friend here. And that is gonna be... Uh, six points of healing back to Ember, as Rill is having flashbacks to the hallway, uh, yeah. and really doesn't <laughs> want to think about any of this right now. So he's just gonna gonna do some healing. Um, Ember, you you are you you wake up and you can taste snow and pine needles. Oh, that wasn't pleasant. Oh, it didn't look like it was. <laughs> and Rill is just going to like look over and using one hand sort of waggle his fingers and um his spiritual weapon is going to try and smack the crocodile again <laughs> uh hopefully not hitting trick well he does this yeah roll your attack with the spiritual weapon the right hand giveth the left hand taketh away <laughs> <laughs> uh okay that was my dice my electronic dice really love me because I was another nat 20, which is a 28. Yeah. So that is going to be 14 points of uh, force damage to the crocodile. Nice. Uh, it, it, it's, it's still up. It's still up. Um, but it's, you, you've been, between you, working away at it, and it's, uh, it's not looking great. Um, no, Ember! Uh, Sorry. Oh, I had a question about the floor. Uh, how sure. solid does that look? The the middle. You said it was doing weird things earlier, and I'm worried about Trick uh, falling Current, through. Currently, it looks entirely solid. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Currently, it looks fine. There's nothing. There's nothing real can do about it right now. So yeah, that's really. his turn. <laughs> okay. And then Ember, who is not dead. Yay! Yay! I'm gonna weekly clap myself on my own shoulder and uh, heal myself for 45, all 45 hit points. I think we all support Ooh. you in that. That's the correct yes, use of both absolutely. Hits. <laughs> uh, and I will less weekly, much less weekly, stand up and recast Shield of Faith, which is a bonus okay. action. The ostrich has been deaded. It's not active. Uh, so only the crocodile is left, and it is going to, as per invitation, tangle with Trick. Uh, first with a bite attack. 24. 
Yep. Uh, you know what? You know what? Yeah. I've got I've got a reaction. I've got a yeah, reaction. Yeah. I've got a warding remover. Yeah. I've got a seven and eight chance. Uh, well, six and eight chance. Um, I try and bring my shield up to mm-hmm. stick it between its jaws, and I succeed. Well, that's uh-huh. frustrating. It yeah. goes crunch on your shield, which it finds frustrating. So it immediately breathes like snow at you. Yeah, it happens. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to make a con save, please. Come on. That is 12. That is a failure. So that is six cold damage, please. Uh, that's not that much cold damage. Not, it's not too bad. No. It's not too bad. Um, unfortunately, you are standing in the middle of the central depression. Um, yeah, listen, it's going to happen. Next on the elemental cycle uh, is fire again. And unfortunately, you don't get a con save on this because you're standing in a pit of mm. fire. So you take some fire damage, which in this case will be not too bad. Five fire damage. Yeah, easy. You should just get in here. It's easy to do. <laughs> and also fun. It, it's easy and fun. Uh, Zouchette, standing at the back there, is going to drink this healing potion. Thank you very much. Uh, what kind of healing potion was it? Oh, uh, it was just the, the normal one. So so 1d4 plus one. 4? Probably. Um, D4 plus two, some number like that. Potion of healing. Two D4 plus two. Two D4 plus two. So a bit. Uh, And then returning to form, because she really can only do that one once, um, she's going to cast uh, a fire spell. Uh, And she's going to cast Scorching Ray, just because she gets to make separate attacks for each of the things, which gives her more chances to hit them with Firebolt. First one misses. Second one misses. Uh, Third one hits. So not very much, I'm afraid, but a little nibble of fire damage to the crocodile, which the uh, fire that um, bubbled up from the floor avoided the crocodile. But when Zouchette hits it, you can see it's not immune to fire. It's just that the the built-in-ness of the place avoided it. I think she's going to stay there leaning on the wall. I don't think getting closer is something she wants to do. No. She just, nah, no thank you. Don't wanna. Um, The fog monsters are all going to have a go at all of these drow up top, unfortunately. Uh, One of them critted against Mila. What have I been having them do? been doing having them do that. How many hits does Mila have? She's looking rough. She's looking rough. She's not down. But she's not doing great. She's evidently tougher than Tebbit, at least, in terms of how much damage she can take, but she's not doing great. Tebbit has also been hit. But not only in the ordinary way, and is is up. Let's stick with that. Runa um, is slippery and has not been hit. Wyvern, who was previously looking rough and took some kind of healing item, has taken a hit and a crit. Ooh. Yeah, no, Wyvern's down. Kez at the back there, especially with Wyvern down, is, is still going to get attacked. Um, unfortunately, it's going to take two hits off it. She's looking rough, but she is up. So it's it's going pretty badly up there. Trick, you are engaged with a crocodile. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with being engaged to a crocodile, which would be weird. Well, I'll try not to. <laughs> um, yeah. One, I'm going to scream at Zouchette, what's, what's our situation here? <laughs> um, and. Two, 
I'm going to... I'm going to start off by waiting on this crocodile, because, you know, like, it's a good start. Um, yeah. Um, I know what you have is um, the multi-attack feature. Which means I gotta click the thing. Here we go. Oh, there we go. So that is a critical hit. Hey. Hey. Uh, for a total of 15 damage. And it's marked. This crocodile is uh, on the stone crocodile equivalent of Death Door. Fantastic. It's like got a second attack. Yeah. Uh, that is an 18 to hit. That hits. For 11 damage. That will do it. That will do it. As you smack it very hard on the head and uh, knock out one of its eyes, which rolls away in a disconcertingly whole and crystalline manner, um, but you do enough damage to the, the the side of its head that it's uh, no longer an operative stone crocodile, and gently slumps down into an unthreatening posture. Okay, everything down in the pit is now dealt with. Uh, but we are not out of order because the, the drow up top are still having a rough time. So could I use make... the rest of my actions? Please? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, I do uh, apologize. First, you just like so I do. Realizing. I am genuinely looking to Zouchette for like, are we about to open a portal or what? Here, sort of, sort of, sort of inquiry. I don't know yet. I need time to figure it out. Fuck. Um, and then I'm moving towards the not of my um uh my my friends and allies yeah like that and also out of the big pit full of out of the big pit that catches stuff. fire yeah yeah feels good to me okay sorry that was all <laughs> okay um maynard you can see the crocodiles down everything down in the pit is is dealt with but uh you know the drow were, were struggling and you can hear that they continue to be struggling I will mention at this point, you've all had plenty of time to figure out the the fog has not been coming down into this pit at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, suppose we could just shout they don't go into the pit, come back down here. Are you asking me or are you shouting this? You have six seconds in your turn, so you don't really have time to confer. Yes, I shout that. I shout that. Then the the fog doesn't come into the pit. Retreat into the pit. Okay. <laughs> Next is the drow's turn. <laughs> okay. Next is the drow's turn. Let me have a look at the drow. Uh, you hear shouting in undercommon. Specifically, Rill, you understand this. Uh, you hear Runa shouting, I'll cover the retreat. Or words to that effect. Let me just double check what your... See, now I'm looking at Rill's character sheet just to double check the uh, Drow High Magic spells. Ah, uh, yeah. Because they would have these, which will help them a lot with not having to throw Wyvern into a pit. Uh, instead, someone has cast Levitate on Wyvern and then kind of shoved him out over the pit. <laughs> Which is precarious, but at least he's not being attacked by fog monsters. These three are all going to make an attempt to climb down the wall, which is, you know, it's not perfectly sheer. It's pretty tricky to climb, and they've got little in the way of handholds, so they're, it's a fairly high DC, but they're running short on options. Um, Mila makes it. 
because she's got the corner to work off possibly, but Mila sort of clambers down, spider-like braced in the corner and makes it down. Kez in the middle also makes it, possibly with Rill's help because she's coming down right next to you. I don't know, maybe she's standing on your shoulder for a bit for a minute there, but Yeah. But she's down. Tebet, unfortunately, who was, was taking it rough in the fight, falls oh. and takes takes enough damage to just knock him out, actually, from falling into the pit. And then Runa is backing up because she is covering the retreat. Uh, the fog monsters are going to attack her a little more. <laughs> That's unfortunate. One of those was a crit. Oh. Um, although um, we will do another round of, uh, yeah, we will, we will stay in combat order. So those those three are now down in there. You you are all also aware of what's going on here, and uh, may have ideas in mind. He's in order. Second one is the crit. So. Runa is on one hit point after the uh, fog monster attack and she is saying in undercommon I'm fine, I'm coming, ow um, up and rescue her or are you trusting that she knows what she's saying not, not in this situation no. <laughs> uh, Real is going to hmm, he's going to say use in undercommon of course, uh, use the chain to get down and then he is going to cast uh, levitate on her when she grabs it. The chain is currently dangling in the pit, dragging from Trick's belt. Uh, oh, I thought I thought they had it um, elongated. Um, yeah. Yeah, not long enough to, to get across the whole pit. Off the yeah. other end to run. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're you're okay. I thought it was like still partially over there. Um, but you can still cast levitate on her if that's. <laughs> She doesn't really have anything to kick off of, which is the problem. Well, no, I bet they're fog. That wouldn't do anything, I don't think. Um, unless she could push off of the fog beasties. I mean, wait. The floor? Not to go down. Well, it's a ledge. You so... need to push her down. You can lower her down. It's levitate. That is what the spell levitate lets you do. They can move only by pushing or pulling against a fixed object or surface. Oh, read re- levitate. Yeah, no. So what this it is like yeah. my spell, right? Rill definitely could, having cast levitate, raise and lower her. Yes. This would not produce any horizontal movement. Right, but the floor. There's a floor. Like she's at the edge of a pit, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you cast levitate on her right now, she will no longer be touching the floor. I mean, your instructions may. Again, you only have six seconds, so you can't confer. Sure, uh, no, that's fair. I didn't realize that this was like combat time. Desperate. No, we are still in combat time. Sorry, because she's still being actively attacked by fog monsters. Mm. Okay, he's gonna cast levitate on her. If you say it'll work, I'll trust you. Oh no! <laughs> well, it, I mean, it works in the sense of she's gonna gra- she's gonna sort of float twenty feet up, and uh... be not near fog monsters. So that's. Oh. Wait, hold Good. on. Um, hold hold on. The burrow is still there, right? From the from the. Uh, oh, no, the mole. um the mole movement doesn't leave any any tunnels behind it. It just sort of oh. swims through the rock. Damn it. Okay, never mind. I'm gonna at least cast bless on her so, um, she can have an easier time getting okay. down. So she's blessed. Yeah. I assume she's not levitated. She's not levitated. Okay, so. Real, so Real actually spent his turn telling her to use a chain, which made perfect sense, and then realized the chain wasn't there. Yeah. 
so decided not to cast Levitate because she wouldn't have anything to grab. Ember has blessed her, which makes perfect sense. Um, the depression in the center of the pit does its weird turning, shifting, soft-looking thing, and then re-solidifies. But as no one is in there, that's fine. Wyvern only looks like he's in there. He's actually floating. He's been levitated. Um, although he should, uh, on that turn, have rolled a death save. Let me just do that for him real quick. Um, for reasons of drama, I had the the fog monsters attack um, actually on the drow's turn, so I'm not going to roll them twice. Instead, uh, Trick, do you have anything you want to do before before the last drow tries to climb into the pit? Nah. Okay. Maynard, same question. Oh. All right. She's going to make an attempt with a plus a d4 at climbing down. Bless did it. She rolled a four on the d4, so she is... It was quite a high DC, but she has just met it because uh, she was blessed. Hashtag blessed. Okay. And the fog... Now that there is no one in its area of protection, the various fog creatures dissipate and revert to twisting shreds of mist roiling around the edge of this pit. But you all, including all of the drow, are now safe at the bottom of the pit, with the exception of Wyvern, who is being gradually levitated down to the bottom of the pit. Weren't one of the other ones unconscious? One of them fell. Mm. One, one of them fell. So Wyvern is in a levitating unconscious state and is being lowered to the ground. Tebbet is in a crumpled heap where he fell. Both of them are unconscious, but we have run so long that we are going to stop there and we will reopen yeah. next time with some unconscious drow. Um, mm. But hey, you all made it into the pit and that's what counts. Yay! Come Out and Play is a real play podcast project, all trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. They put that in the recording. I don't beat up moles.